I apologize for my complete rudeness. Is your rudeness brought to you by Land Rover? Yes, sponsored by Land Rover. Because we're hopping in our Land Rover right now, and we're Land Rovering over a Land Rover. This is an ad presented by Land Rover for Land Rover. Land Rover. Rover Land. Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Today's book is The Vanishing Game by William Boyd, narrated by Russ Bain. Got some Bain in our bones for him. Yes, we do. Publisher is Jaguar Land Rover USA. I'm sorry, what did you just say? Jaguar. Jaguar. Have you never, have you seen the Will Ferrell SNL skit? No. Oh, he's talking about how he rides in a Jaguar. Oh, uh, okay. He's like, my Jaguar. I myself enjoy luxury. That's why I drive the finest motor car in the world. Jaguar. <laughs> anyway, for those not familiar with that skit, the publisher is Jaguar Land Rover USA. <laughs> USA. USA. Mm-mm-mm. Audiobook release date was January 7th, 2015, and the duration was an hour and 35 minutes. Longest hour and 35 minutes of my freaking life. <laughs> Sorry. And the genre is mystery, thriller, and suspense. Mmm. Suspense, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here's the summary I got from Goodreads. I'm so happy to hear you being so negative about a book. This is like the first time that you've been negative. <laughs> Uh, okay, here we go. A down-on-his-luck actor is paired with a weather-battered Land Rover Defender on a seemingly innocuous courier job. But some things are too good to be true, and this innocent journey quickly unfolds into a dangerous plot with a shadowy cast of characters. <laughs> your sass, your valley girl sass, made that... Summary, way much better than this book. Um, I can't help it. It was horrible. And yeah. Goodreads, just to let you know, it got a 2.78 out of 5 on Goodreads. Yeah, 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 yeah. We picked this book up when it was on a sale permanently <laughs> on Audible. <laughs> it was called Free, and that was a bargain. So we got it for next to nothing. <laughs> and yeah, I didn't really see the reviews on it until after we had gotten it. And after I decided to listen to it on a trip up to New York. Okay. So I was like, you know, I have an hour left of this bus ride. I'll turn on this hour and a half long listen and I'll knock it out. And if it's good, then we can do it on audio shelf. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it was so bad that we're doing it on audio shelf. <laughs> It was so bad. We had to tell everyone to stay away from it. It's kind yes. of like anthrax. Yeah. I mean, he was like delivering anthrax. Basically. To us. I would rather do anthrax. Do you do anthrax? Do you like speedball anthrax? How? I, what are drugs? Well, I, do, is that something you snort? I don't. I think it's deadly. Oh. Well, I would do that over this vanishing <laughs> game. <laughs> you would literally vanish rather than listening to this vanishing exactly. game. Exactly. Let's talk a little bit about Russ Bain and his performance in this book. 
Um, I think that he was forced under his will. I think he had pushpins under his fingernails the entire time he was reading this book. Oh, the graphics. And in order to stop reading, he had to finish it. And in order to get the pushpins out, he had to finish it. That's how I felt about his reading of this book. Mm, That's accurate. That is very accurate. Thank you. Thank you. I had a little bit more technical things to say. (laughs) (laughs) So I had a really hard time with his accent. Mm-hmm. At different times throughout the book, his voice was very airy and sad. He sounded very, very sad. It and was, I, yeah. I know that the character was supposed to be like down on his luck and everything, but this guy sounded like he was way below on his luck. Yeah. He sounded like he invented melancholy. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, I'm so depressed. Yeah. And even when he was beginning the book when it was like hopeful a little bit he still just sounded so dreary mm-hmm. and i was like dude mm-hmm. i'm not into it not into it get me into it i felt like i was being drowned in his words yeah i felt like he was being drowned yeah in his own words as well he was like please get this over with so i can get my land rover and his paycheck he basically probably got a free car out of this i wonder i mean come on now i really wonder I mean, I just want to know what the point of this was. Was this a promotional gig? Like, I'm not really understanding why Jaguar Jaguar did this book, published mm-hmm. it. I don't, I don't get it. I'm, it, I'm curious if they like approached William Boyd and were like, "Hey, we want you to write a book that the main focus is the car. Nothing happens with the car. There's no like weird things with the car. The car just gets him from point A to B. We just want you to write that mm-hmm. car in there." Yes. If this car, if this Jaguar, or I'm sorry, if this Land Rover was magical or like it had a mind of its own, I'd be like, oh, I want to go get a Land Rover. But yeah. nothing. It had no that, fun It was about literally this. a car. It was literally a car. Just taking him from one spot to another spot and then chaos ensues in between. Maybe they were trying to say our Land Rovers are so durable that it is going to last through this boring book. And that where nothing happens? Yes. Like, literally, at the, the only thing that the car is used for is a soapbox in order for the main character to stand on mm-hmm. and, like, throw away something at the end. Exactly. And how many times did Alec, the main character, if we haven't gone over that, how many times did he have to say, oh, this reminds me of a movie I've done? I know you're an actor. I heard it in the first sentence. Yeah, it was it was pretty much every scenario related back to a movie that Alec had done. And I'm like, dang, you must have an IMBD page that's 40,000 pages deep. But he don't. But he doesn't. He don't. And also, the thing that annoyed me a lot about the book was that it established that Alec kind of has a similar name to a person who's actually famous. Mm-hmm. But that was only a quick mention. And that was it. It was like that was the reason to get him in the door in order to get the original message on the path to where the person that wanted Alec to deliver the message to that location. Mm -hmm. It could have been done so much differently. It could have been used as a ploy by the rich famous person to kill Alec Mm -hmm. in order to take his identity fully 
and stop getting confused with this 33-year-old man versus a 23-year-old woman. Mm -hmm. Because that's what it was kind of presented at in the beginning. I totally thought that the 23-year-old rich famous model was trying to off Alec. Oh, yeah. So that there was no confusion between her and him anymore. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't. We should write books. We should. Land Rover, you should have got us to write a book. Yeah. So let's talk about this audiobook. There were some positives that were, that are, you know, meant, that should be mentioned. Where? At the end, Russ does a really good voice. Ending? The very ending. The end of the book the is end, the like positive thing. The end, where it thing. fades to black and where it's just like. I just put my headphones down. This has done. been a presentation by Audible. I think that guy was the best part of the book. Audible hopes you've enjoyed this message. You know, I like that guy. Yeah. But there were a positive at the end when he used this accent. I don't know if it was Middle Eastern, but he did use an accent, which was surprising. Oh, the Eastern European one? Yes. Mm. And I was surprised at how well that accent was pulled off. And it kind of lightened up the mood a little bit. Yeah. So I do want to give Russ that shout out. And he did use accents accordingly. He did. There was a bartender that he also talked to at different times that had more of the Scottish voice yeah. and, and tone mm-hmm. to her. And she was really good. Uh, I don't think that he really put in a lot of effort to make the voices sound feminine mm-hmm. or more gruff and manly. I agree. Uh, but he did do accents very well. He had some effort. Yeah, he did do the accents. What did you think of his emotion? Mm, I think he'd rather be somewhere else. Yeah, I wrote down what emotion. Yeah. Because there was none. I felt like he was very irritable. Yeah. I felt like it was a chore for him to read this book for an hour mm-hmm. and 35 minutes. Yeah, I agree. How did you like the transitions? Part one, part two. And then it would be followed up with what happened? headlights. Yeah. Or overlooking the cliff. Part one, the girl with the broken ankle. Part two, headlights in the mirror. Part three, welcome to Scotland. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have part ones and part twos and part part threes. In a one hour and 35 minute book? Yeah, there were six parts. Yeah. Can you actually make them parts instead of just chapters? Like, yeah. Does, do we not know that parts meaning like part of this person's life or let's move on and let's basically pick up this story and setting and move it to another place? Yeah. That's a part. Yeah. To me, in the novels that I've read... Parts, basically, okay, we ended that part of the story. We're going to move on to this part of the story. Yeah. And then eventually probably going to come back to the other part. But we want you to know that we're breaking the story up. Yeah. Because in a book that does that, there's 10 or 15 chapters and then end of part. Yeah. And then part two starts. And then there's 10 or 15 more chapters. Mm -hmm. And then another end to the part. Exactly. It's like parts are quarters in business. Mm -hmm. Like they're the quarterly Mm -hmm. meetups. Exactly. And then weeks are the chapters. I like that. So these could have been chapter one or just highlighted by the location. Yeah. I like that better too. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Also, I'm curious as to why this was published by Jaguar Land Rover USA, but it takes place in London and Scotland. See, you've thought too much about this because I I gave this book lick a shit, no thoughts, but that was... (laughs) But that was a good thought. Mm, I thought so. I just <laughs> thought of it. Like when we were reading it, I just thought of it. USA. USA. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, so did you get a clear picture of the novel in the allotted time? Kind of. 
I felt at times it made sense in certain parts and then something else would happen that completely blew up the sense that I had of the location and everything. Mm -hmm. When he gets to the church where he's supposed to drop off this package, he describes it a little bit and then he talks about a bar that's close by, I think. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of had this vision of an island with a bar right here and then a church right next door and there's cliffs and there's seagulls and it's gray and it's rainy and that was about it. I think that's exactly how I imagined it too. Okay. I wonder if that's how it was supposed to be because I don't I don't really know. I imagine it exactly how the cover is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And gray. I'm like, yeah, gray, dull. I mean, I have to say that the cover is what made me want to grab this book because it seemed interesting. It looked yeah. modern, new. Thrillish thrillish although still like it was dull like you said in mm-hmm. color and everything but it looked cool it had shapes on it i don't know i'm a five-year-old yeah you can please me with just <laughs> shapes i do want to mention the speed i listened to this book i tried very hard i listened to it at one speed for about 45 minutes of the book oh that's longer than normal i know because I was like, I want to make sure this is only a short book. I want to make sure I get every detail. And after those 45 minutes, I was like, all right, I got to speed this up. This is killing me. So I moved it up to 1.5. And I'm glad I did because I probably still wouldn't be done it by now. Mm-mm. No, you so, would just do half of a part. Yeah. So to answer our question, was this book too long or too short? It was too long. It was way too long. It was an hour and 59, 39, whatever minutes. It was way too long. It could have been done. In 20 minutes. Like mm-hmm. Window Man. Oh, Window Phenomenal. Man. Phenomenal. Straight to the point. Gets there. Gets us done. Over. Over. This is like he's driving and I felt him driving for a good mm-hmm. hour and 20 minutes. And then finally the story picks up. Also, there were like so many plot holes. Plot holes. I think the plot holes had holes. Yes. The potholes had the plot holes. That the Land Rover drove over and probably had nothing happen to it because it's a Land Rover and it's USA. Exactly. I think this audiobook created potholes in real life. Probably. You just lay the book on the ground and it's just like crumbles from underneath of it. So thank you for your plot holes that made potholes. Holes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Dead. Dead. (laughs) Oh, I'm buried. Vanishing game. Bury me. Uh, oh god. So how did you listen to this book? You told me in New York. <laughs> you told me in New York. <laughs> well <laughs> uh I listen I listened to this. <laughs> Go ahead. How did you listen to this book? I listened to this sleeping, about to sleep, trying to go to sleep. But I was irritable because I hated this book so much, so I went to sleep. You were irritable like Alec was. I like was. Russ Bain when recording. <laughs> Seriously, plot holes. Plot holes. Could you figure out the purpose behind the people plotting and and breaking into his flat, stealing his nice clothes, and then posing that he was in Honduras on social media? Could you make sense of that as to why? No. Okay. It was not just you. I I just didn't understand it because the two bad guys at the end Mm -hmm. explained that they followed him from London Post break-in. They had nothing to do with his break-in, apparently. 
they followed him so that they could figure out how he was involved with these other two people. And it was like, did those other two people break into his house and pose that he was in Honduras for some sort of reason? There was no explanation and no purpose. Mm -hmm. And that was the whole problem with the book. There was no purpose. Except for being an ad for Land Rover. Yes. Mm. So to answer the magical question that we have at the end of every one of our episodes. I'm going to throw this off of a cliff. Oh, you don't even have to say shove. Don't do it. You're just going to shove it off a cliff. This book is too bad for the word shove. Exactly. So uh, like you, I would shove it and hopefully it drives off a cliff. In a Land Rover. And hopefully it vanishes. And I hope I never think about this book again. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. So Hmm. thank you for publishing a book that was like a dollar that was trying to sell your car that's over $85,000. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's free now. Probably. Mm. Daily deals. Take it on a negative $1. You actually get paid to listen to this book. Exactly. Ugh. Anyway. So we're going to vanish... Have a great day. If you'd like to follow along with us as we review books that we actually don't want to disappear and jump off of a cliff, please follow along on Twitter at AudioshelfMe and like us on Facebook. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes Podcast, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And please go to our website. And if you want to get free audiobooks, click on the Audible affiliate link that we have that will lead you to the website Audible. You can get two free books if you sign up for the 30-day trial. And please do not spend one of those credits on the Vanishing Game. Not worth it. You can find two free audiobooks that are way better than this one. So until next time, I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. We're Vanishing. Bye. Bye. Go jump in my Toyota Corolla. Exactly. Japan. Japan. Wait, no. USA. USA. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Rover land. (laughs) (laughs) Permanently. Mm -hmm. And if it's good, then we can do it on audio shelf. Is that mine? That is yours. Sorry. USA. USA. Oh, gosh. (laughs) We are those people. (laughs) When I pictured the church that Alec was supposed to deliver his package to... That sounds weird. <laughs> it's a little more entertaining. So mature. <laughs> um, like, I, I can't... Did, can, mm, just sound effects right now. No, it's too good for the word shove. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's too bad for the word shove. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> 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 <